The spirit of performance defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the all-electric ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. While what powers their cars may change, the energy that makes Acura never will. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system and up to 313-mile range on a single charge and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is everything they said electric could never be. It was built with the driver in mind, just like Acura's been doing since the beginning. We could talk all day, but the only way to experience this electric performance is to drive it yourself. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I'm Jim Cramer, and you're about to hear a sample taken directly from today's CBC Investing Club morning meeting. When I see it this negative, mm-hmm. I look for things to buy, not to sell. Maybe we'll come in, uh, we're minus three and a half. Maybe come into tomorrow uh, minus five. I don't like to anticipate the oscillator, but I look at things and say, all right, does anybody positive at all? Yes, uh, Treasury yields made a big move yesterday. Uh, oil's little change, it's not spiking. Uh, let's look for things to buy. And that's exactly what we're doing. We have cash. You put yeah. the cash to work. Yeah, we're looking for things to buy. It's important to note today, uh, giving back all of yesterday's gains. Yesterday was a, we had a down open. You did have some buyers, maybe at least some short covering. Uh, quickly happened shortly after. So, but we're giving that all back today. Rates uh, remain the big focus. He had Jamie Dimon today talking about uh, his concern seven. about seven percent rates. He was on uh, in your February show was talking six. about six percent. Yes. So obviously, I mean, I would argue that's not so bad yeah. given the fact that the, that the Fed uh, has moved dramatically since yeah. then. But and yeah, you know, I, I think we have to just accept the fact when you see Apple down, Amazon right. down, Alphabet down, Microsoft down, on nothing. That's just the bond speaking. Right. And, and I, you know, that's what we're up against. And I think it's important to point out what's happening. Why do those stocks go down when rates rise? Well, um, high multiple stocks tend to get hit because uh, the discount rate on those out-year earnings, long-duration equities, they're often called, uh, that comes back at a lower price. So that's why they go down. You also see weakness in utilities, a lot of the bond equivalents, because if you can get, um, you know, Five and change short term, ten four and a half on a ten year. It makes uh, you know a, a, a staple consumer staple. It makes a utility look less appealing. Right. I uh, mean, but I would come back and say there have been many times in my career where you've had a tenure at these prices, and you'd say, okay, that's a decent return, but you know what? I'd like to earn more than that, particularly because I think the Fed's about to finish its tightening cycle, and uh, you get an average of thirteen percent gain when you're <clears> finished the tightening cycle, and are, is anyone thinking the tight cycle is going to go up a full percent? I mean, Jamie talked about six, seven, but when you actually talk to the, the when you look at the dot plot, right? You don't have anyone there. Uh, we saw new home sales; they actually went down, which I regard as positive, given the fact that the Fed can impact that. We know that uh, auto sales will go down, not just because of the strike, but because of where rates are. We know that there's beginning to get some uh, interesting patterns in defaults. Uh, with retailers, what I'm saying is, is that <clears throat> the consumer seems ca- seem done. Yeah, they, they're out of money. Well, I know with with student loans coming back too, payments for those. That's another headwind. Uh, there, you have a good job, Mark. Start your day with my outlook on the daily market every morning at 10:20 a.m. Visit cnbc.com/morningtake to access all the benefits of being a CNBC Investing Club member. 
All opinions expressed by Jim Cramer on this podcast and in connection with the CNBC Investing Club are solely Cramer's opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by Cramer on television, radio, internet, or another medium. No specific outcome or profit is guaranteed in connection with your reliance upon or other use of the content from Cramer. The opinions offered in connection with this podcast and the CNBC Investing Club are not an attempt to induce any particular trading behavior, investment, or strategy. You should be aware of the risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed in the content from Kramer. To view the full CNBC Investing Club disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash investing club disclaimer. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.